Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy, yes, sir. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Great holiday, especially coming after uh, May the 4th be with you. Yeah, May the 4th. Shout out Star Wars. Yes, shout sir. out Star Wars. I'm here with my good friend, James E. Luigi. Uh, we went to St. Teresa together. And then um, you stayed at St. Teresa all throughout middle school, right? Yes, I did. So I went to St. Teresa K through 8th grade. And then I actually repeated 8th grade. Went to Belmont Ridge Middle School again. Yeah, yeah, Belmont. With Ben Kling and Sam Lawson. A little repeat. Legendary. Legendary. That year that was absurd. I don't think we did like any work. We were just dicking around the whole time, messing around, but it was great. Dude, those great public, experience. Yeah, great experience, bro. Those public middle schools are so much fun. Oh my gosh. Yes. So much fun. Like, and bro, if you, Eagle Ridge, great time. Dude, one. If you had a class in the trailers, Oh my god! You guys had trailers? Yeah, we had like two trailers. I we like had, vaguely remember that. I had like a Spanish class out there. It was like me, Trevor McNicholas. I think Shane was in our class. Oh, we we get no work done. It was absurd. Yeah, dude. We yeah, now that I think about it, I don't think Eagle Ridge did have trailers, but I'm pretty sure a lot of other middle schools did. I remember Broad Run did. Broad Run used to get yeah. a lot of heat. Oh yeah, a whole lot of heat <laughs> on trailer <laughs> trash. Trailer they had trash. Trailers that's right in front of the school too for everyone to see. Like yeah. at least at Belmont, they're kind of behind the school, tucked away. Nah, but nah. <laughs> you're out in the open at Belmont, so you're just, you're just there to dry. Uh, let's jump into some opening questions, though. Uh, James and I, we're coming after Lance Armstrong. If you guys didn't know, we're a bunch of legends on the WNOD. And not only are we legends, we, we bike using mountain bikes. We don't even use road bikes. No. And I think Mike has been trying to get 1,000 miles in from when? Uh, April 1st to August 1st. Which is it's like a hundred and some days. Boatload of miles. Let me tell you, it's not it's not easy on the mountain bike, but uh, I mean, I, I think it's just uh, if you can push yourself to get out there every day, you can get it done for sure. Because it's for just sure. it's just a matter of just getting out there. I don't know. Yeah, like we teamed up for the first time and started riding together on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. we didn't go out with a plan. We're just like, dude, let's just go out and bike. We ended up biking eighteen miles on some mountain. Well, more than that. Well, more, more than, than that. Almost nineteen. It was like eighteen point like seven Jeez. or something. But yeah, we went all the way to Leesburg. And then yep. once we got there, we chilled for a little bit on a bench. And then we were like, hey, should we just send it to 1757, yep. which is in Sterling? Yeah. So we were just like, yeah, dude, let's just send it. We literally just rode all the way there. It's probably like eight or nine miles mm -hmm. from where we were at. And then we biked back to Trailside, yep. to Ashburn. So, uh, yeah, dude, we killed it. Maybe get after one today or for tomorrow sure. or yeah, something. Today or tomorrow. I haven't had my workout yet I, today. Yeah, I haven't, so I haven't worked out yet today. We're going to record this. I'm going to edit it. And then hopefully I, I'm, I it's out by like 3.30 or 4 o'clock. And then dude, I'm down to go on the trails if you are. Perfect. Let's hit it. We definitely got to go this um a lot this summer when it's warm out. Because like sure. sometimes that wind kills me. Some, when you're going uphill in the wind, you're not only cold, it's Horrible. like a huge force is just pushing you backwards. It's it's one of the hardest things, honestly. But um, And oh, we also well. are planning on trying to go all the way into D.C. because the WOND goes all the way into D.C. Now, we probably wouldn't be able to make it back, so we're going to have to no. have someone pick no, us up. I, actually, <laughs> I, hit, I hit up Benji about that a couple days ago, and he said he is 110% down to get to get us. Perfect. So we Perfect. just start at Trailside. We just ride that down. Like you said, it's going to be so much easier to push yourself further because, like, you don't have to worry about turning around. Like, I, I'll never, like, or I usually don't push myself as hard as I can because I'm, like, in the back of my mind, like, however far you go, you got to come you right gotta back. You got to come back, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I feel like it would be a lot easier to push yourself to, like, the to the max. And because when you have a ride. you're going on the trail and seeing parts you've never seen before like yeah. normally i'm going like fully agreed like eight miles and i'm like i've seen all this stuff before like yeah it's enjoyable but it, you don't get like a full experience that's what we were just saying like a couple minutes ago before we started the show mm -hmm. that like it's just some of the scenery is like not that nice because we've yeah. seen it a million yeah, times exactly. that's sometimes i don't go on the trail i'll just ride on like the other parts of ashburn like yeah. i'll go to broadlands i'll go to like brambleton yeah. i'll check that out um i don't know that's kind of bad though because it's like you, there's so many stoplights that i have to wait at for sure which that's For the sure. nice thing about the wnod you just send it yeah. straight Absolutely and no holdups. As much as I love biking, I still 
never be the a-hole who rides on the road. Never no. be that person. Never be that guy. Never I, be that guy. Everyone hates that guy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, everyone hates that guy. Should we jump into the first segment, though? Some opening questions? For sure. For sure. Um, Last Dance. Uh, Chicago Bulls documentary, episodes five and six, aired on Sunday. Uh, it was mostly about the Dream Team, the 1992 mm-hmm. Dream Team, a little bit of Jordan's gambling. Yep. A little bit of that guy that they recruited from like another country. Uh, Kukoc. Kukoc, yeah, yeah. Great player, actually, when yeah. he came to the Bulls. Savage, but they took care of him in that that uh, Dream Team game. Could you imagine, just because uh, Jerry Krause wanted to bring him in. Jerry Krause. <laughs> dude, can we talk about his head, bro? His big head. His head is so fat, dude. dude he's, he's such a thumb. That guy is a thumb. <laughs> literally, literally. And so they wanted to bring in Kukoc from he, what um, European Croatia. Country? Croatia. And he was a young kid at that time. Yeah, he and like he 20, knew no 21. one on the Bulls. Like, he had never even talked to him before. And because Kraus wanted to bring him in, Scottie Pippen and Michael, during this game, they're like, we're taking this guy out. Like, he's not scoring. Yeah, they told the teammates in yeah. the locker room, like, don't, no one guard him. So I think in him. group play, they lost by 30. And Kukoc only had four points, and he's the best player on the Croatian team. Four points. He had four points, dude. Could you imagine having the best basketball team of all time Solely trying to stop you, just yeah. And you're a kid. You're a kid. You're and like, you're playing like with like other guys who like wouldn't even make the NBA. Yeah. Now they so, they did meet in the championship. They and did. He played better. He had a way better game. I think he had like 17 points, like 10 rebounds, which is solid. Yeah. And Jordan even said in an interview after that game, like he was a little surprised at how well he yeah. handled, like how well he came back. Well, I think the documentary did a great job in saying like these guys aren't soft. They they grow <laughs> up in war torn countries. Exactly. With no food, this and that, people are getting killed. Like. They're a lot tougher They're than savages. an NBA player. They're savages, yep. dude. Uh, dude, what a time that that era in, in the NBA. It seems like it seems. I really wish I lived through it, but like well, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of cool, like the era we're living through. It's completely different now. It revolves around the three point shot, which is great, and it's a lot more fast paced. But back then, these guys were throwing haymakers. They were dude. throwing bows, they were punching people in the John face, Bones and they Jones. weren't even getting kicked out of games. Like that was just like a normal foul. I was like, oh, you get punched in the face, normal foul. Like you do that today, you're being suspended. You get like that flagrant, yeah, yeah. <laughs> easily. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm so excited. I mean, I've been trying to get people hip to this documentary, but a lot of people, dude, they're just like, they're just not coming around. To if it. you're a basketball fan and you're not watching this documentary, first off, I don't know what you're doing. If you're a sports fan, you should definitely watch it. You're just slacking. Like, honestly, yeah. like you're missing out on like, this is like historic because you're, you're going to see it eventually. But like, it's a part of like something special seeing it when it first airs because like Twitter's yeah. going crazy yeah. afterwards. Scott Van Polk is doing yeah. the Sports Center recap afterwards. The last time I've seen something get this much like media buzz, like for a TV show or whatever it is, has been Game of Thrones. This Same. is probably like the next thing after that that's been like that popular yeah. in the media and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, especially since nothing else is on TV. Another bullet point that I that I do have, and we were going to talk about it in the yeah. entertainment section, but uh, since you said Tiger King got a nice little buzz. It did. Tiger King got a nice it little was, buzz. Carol Baskin is crazy. Carol Baskin. Son. <laughs> Carol Baskin. She, she a psycho. She is. But uh, it was announced last night that Nicolas Cage is going to star as Joe Exotic in the new Tiger King movie coming in about a year. Now, should be special. Nicholas Cage. Special. I've always had this question. Other people have seen it on the internet. Is Nicholas Cage a really good bad actor, or is he a really bad good actor? Mm. I think he's a really bad good actor really bad because good he has actor, some yeah. solid movies. Yeah. Um, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Great movie. Uh, what's Phenomenal. the one like where he, the he's like the Ghost saw. Rider and he like t- his face like turns into like a flame? He like rides the bike. I don't even know. I'm the not name sure, of the dude. Movie. Honestly, I haven't seen many Nicolas Cage movies, but I do know that he gets good respect. Yep. National Amongst. Treasure. National Treasure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is Journey to the Center of the Earth? Like those are two different movies. National yeah. Treasure and yeah. Journey to the Center. Okay, two different yeah, yeah. movies. But he's in. But he stars in both of them. Yep. 
Yeah, I feel like I watched both those in in school. I feel like they showed both of those those in school. Yeah, national. I think National Treasure. There's like two or three of them, isn't there? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm kind of getting confused with Night of the Museum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but you're saying you're with saying Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that when I'm yep. thinking of uh, National Treasure. Yep. Um. Yeah, dude. I'm pumped though. Tiger King was pretty gas. I'm assuming that Nicolas Cage movie is gonna be solid too yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to say the least yeah it's gonna be real interesting um all right back to some last dance type conversation mm-hmm. uh i got a basketball question for you and your uh-huh. basketball career what is the hypest moment of your basketball career because you played you started playing when you were like four or five yeah so i started Young playing Buck. at saint Teresa in like the well i played cyo but like the in-house yeah, yeah where they were playing the tile floor and they yeah. get the, the colored yeah. t-shirts so saint Teresa before they redid great new gym they actually have for middle school beautiful before it used to be cut in half half of it was our church the other half was like a little basketball court with tile floors so that's where i first started playing my dad coached me um all throughout um shout out your dad shout out your family yeah shout out my dad he great group of people he's always been there for me with my basketball career coached me through aau even in high some high school aau um so yeah i've been playing my whole life only sport i've really played other than soccer i played a little baseball growing up too um, a little but, baseball, a little on the diamond. Yeah, a little, right. little t-ball. Little t-ball. Um, but hypest moment. So unfortunately, I never won a championship with Stonebridge, which pisses me off to this day. Same. How I never, football, how yeah. I never won a basketball championship with Stonebridge. But there's a few moments. One. All right. So I was a freshman in high school playing AAU in the Maryland Invitational Tournament. Um, so this is in the summer. So I'm going into my sophomore year. I was playing up. So everyone else is going in their junior year. And we're in a gym, no AC. It's got to be like 90 degrees in the gym. But I love it because I think I play a lot better when like my hands are warm and I'm really like warm for some reason. I don't know. I feel like I should be sauna. Yeah, exactly. So it's like the quarterfinals or something and it's tie game. And I'm bringing the ball up the court with like 10 seconds left. I get double teamed and I lose the ball and the other team goes down and lays the ball. And I'm like, dude, I just lost the game for our team. We're out of the tournament. Like I'm, I'm pissing myself. Yeah. But the per- I don't know. Someone grabbed the ball, inbounded it to me real quick. I heave a three-quarter court shot, and as soon as it left my hands, I'm like, that shit's going in. Like, <laughs> I just see this thing sailing across the whole court. Goes in on the buzzer. Everyone's going crazy. Dude, you guys won? Yeah, we won. Dude, the, other, that's gas. the other team is like, no, it didn't go in on the didn't go in. It's a huge fight. Dude, that's actually me crazy. And, the team I was playing on, we were called the Nova Cavs. We actually... All white team. Of course, we're playing against an all black team, so it's hilarious. Yeah, just they're like, yeah, like no, like they're just yelling shit, this and that. Goes in, my kids are like, all right, we gotta get out of here. Like we, we didn't, we didn't want to like have the refs like try to call it off. So yeah. like we won. We ended up going on to win that whole tournament, which Same is great. So that's probably that. And then when I broke the Stonebridge three point record, I had like eight threes in one game. Dang. Um, was that home game? No, it was away. We played it crappy team i mean i was like eight for like 14 or something she was just raining them that yeah but i felt like i could have shot better like i felt like i should have made like 12 just because the team was so bad dude um you know what memory i just had from because you said you made like the half court shot or like the three-quarter shot i remember uh i think it was our senior year we were playing at broad run and you made a full court shot yeah it was the same thing like three it was after the second quarter or something and i like took it and i heaved it and that one though, I was like, dude, that's on target. But I was like, that's gonna be way short. But like, it kept going and going. I was like, no, no, dude, way. that one was gas. Everyone yeah. went crazy. Yeah. I remember at least on our side. Everyone on Broadway yeah. side was like, I remember Foster Vargo. He he, dude, he was in the, yeah, my man. Still Popo. still playing video games with him every day, Legend. every night. Um, 
But yeah, he was like, dude, that was such BS. Like, I remember seeing that. He was so blown. <laughs> dude, that was legendary. That was honestly yeah. one of like, so the that best was another, moments. Yeah. So, but in general, there's no specific moment that I'm like, that's my favorite basketball moment. But overall, I would just say traveling to AAU tournaments with my dad, just being in the car with him, those are some of like the best memories that that's you'll never That's some good body really moments. Yeah, for exactly, sure. Exactly, dude. That's, that's, that's pretty special. Um, dude. Great talk, honestly. That, yeah. that was solid. That was, that, was, that was some good stories right there. Uh, now let's jump into some professional sports talk. Mm-hmm. Um, deadlift world record was broken a couple days ago by the Bruce. Mountain in Game of Thrones. His name is like Heath Bajorns. I don't yeah, even he's know. From, was he Iceland? No, he's Iceland. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is from Iceland. Uh, the record was like 500 kilograms, which is like a thousand, I don't know, like 90 pounds or something like that. Anyway, this guy... Did one more kilogram, and I did the the calculations. It was one thousand one hundred five pounds is the new record. He looked like he did it pretty easily too. Yeah, he looked like he brought it up with pretty pretty. Easily. That's absurd because I think the most I've done is probably with a hex bar, so not even a straight bar with a hex bar, which is easier, like four hundred something, and like I felt like my back was gonna give out. Yeah, and yeah. this dude's doing like three times the amount. Yeah, and like like we were saying before we started the show, the real insane thing is the guy whose record that he broke. They called each other out in a boxing match. Yep. The same day that that, that uh, the Mountain broke the record, called him out in a boxing match, they both agreed to it. They both verbally agreed. Now we just need to get that contract signature. Yeah. And, and the other guy, uh, what's his name? Hall? Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall. I think he's going to get his ass beat because he is like six inches shorter. Yeah. This dude's 6'9". Yeah. Now, I did a little bit of research. Eddie Hall actually has <laughs> boxed before. Oh, has he? Yeah. So, That's interesting. So, so that kind of out like, yeah. it kind of kind of balances it out because you yeah. got... The, the mountain has insane size on him, yep. but Eddie Hall has an experience. Yep. So it's just going to come down to like who wants it more, I guess, because yep. like he is six inches taller and like a hundred some pounds heavier. But then again, experience. Yeah. So I don't know. So, I mean, it'll I'm, be interesting. I'm, I'm watching it. Oh, yeah. dude, for sure. I just hope it's it's um promoted by a professional promoter like Eddie Hearn or um, yeah. like Bob Arum. Or like I mean, a, like you, a professional know, you know boxer. more about fighting than me, so for sure. Yeah. Whatever you say, I'll agree with. <laughs> yeah, because it, I, I just hope so because then it will be no headgear. If it's promoted just by themselves, it will be amateur, uh, which will be headgear. It'll be like yeah. Nah, I don't 16 ounce, yeah, it'll be like 16-ounce gloves with headgear, but if it's a profes- professional promoter, it's going to be 10-ounce gloves, no headgear. All gear. I want to see is some 400-pound man just get laid out. I know. <laughs> the thing is, like, they're going to hit so like so weirdly because like their lats are huge. Like I yeah. was watching Eddie Hearn like punch, and it was just like, ah, dude, it's so weird to watch. It was, yeah. it was awkward. I don't know. It didn't look that Because they're not powerful. as quick. They're not as mobile. Yeah. So. No, not mobile at all. A lot that of is, force, That is going to be exciting. But yeah, 1,105 pounds deadlifting. That's absolute madness. I don't know, man. That's, sure. yeah. that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. We got uh, UFC 249 this Saturday. We finally got some oh, fights, yeah. man. Dude, I'm title fights. I'm pumped, bro. It has been like six or seven weeks, probably even longer. I can't even remember since there's been like a professional fight. Yeah. And uh, and this card is stacked, dude. We got, uh, let's see, we got Cejudo versus Cruz for the bantamweight title and Ganu versus Rosenstrike in a heavyweight uh, eliminator fight. Uh, Pettis versus Cowboy Cerrone. And then the main event, of course, Justin Gaethje versus El Kakui, Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Dude, I'm so juicy. I fights. like Ferguson a lot. Dude, Ferguson's I like a tank. Him a lot. But like Ga- Gaethje's a beast too. But Ferguson's mm-hmm. an animal. Dude, like that fight is just gonna be insane. Like that honestly has the potential to be the best fight in UFC history because both those guys are just yeah. bangers. Like none of them, neither of them are counter punchers. So they're just gonna go after each other. Each other. Yeah. Like and just I don't know. swinging, just going down, yeah, swinging. They're just gonna go meet in the middle, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. <laughs> so and I'm definitely gonna have some money on it. So it's gonna be even more exciting. Nice. So um, it'll be interesting with no fans though. Yeah, it's gonna be like, it's, it's gonna be weird. So they did a they did a card with no fans, and it was the only one that they've done 
back in like March. Like they yeah. squeezed one in right before things yeah. got too bad. And it was weird, dude. It was like, it was, it was really weird. I don't know. Like I know in most, like at least when I was playing, like it's always great and the fans give you a lot more energy. But when you're like playing, at least for me, like when you're playing basketball, like you kind of zone the fans out. Like you yeah. don't, you can't really like hear what they're saying unless you're really focused or it's like, it's a timeout. It's a dead ball. And I don't know. I mean, boxing is obviously a lot different. So it'll be interesting to see what professional athletes say the impact is on actually having fans and then not. Yeah. In a fight, I feel like it's going to just make it even more intense because like uh, when I was watching the one they put on like a month ago with no fans, you can like hear everything that much louder. Like the punches land, the kicks land, like the body kicks landing. Like you could just hear it like. Ah, dude, it's bones breaking. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a terrible noise. But honestly, dude, I'm just, I'm just excited to see competition. Yeah, like I'm just so I just excited need to see, see something on TV. There's been nothing. Yeah, no some, some past time, dude. Some past time. Uh, we got the NFL 2020 schedule coming out. Yep. Uh, Thursday. Is today Tuesday? Yep. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So Thursday, two more days. Uh, I'm excited, dude. I checked out the Redskins schedule, and they have good games. Now it's just they don't know if it's gonna be home or away yet. But okay. um. I mean, dude, it's it's a solid schedule. I can't remember off the top of my head, and I don't want to like get any get any of them wrong, but just take my word that they got some good games. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard schedule. But the <laughs> NFC East is gonna be difficult once again. They are the NFC East will be difficult. I still think it's wide open as it has been yeah. every year yeah. the past couple years. I feel like yeah, um, I completely agree. We'll see if Carson Wentz can make a comeback. Um, yeah, dude, and the Cowboys picked up um, CD Lamb. He he's always got Jalen Hurts. Yeah, dude, CeeDee Lamb's a tank. Now, you got to remember, dude, CeeDee Lamb was the receiver for all three quarterbacks that won Heisman. Um, Baker, well, Jalen didn't win Heisman. But yep. Jalen Hurts, he played for him. Mm-hmm. Baker played for him. Kyler played for him. Yeah. I mean, dude, like you got to think, like, if CeeDee Lamb isn't there, do those guys still win Heisman? Sheesh. Maybe not. I don't know, man. Maybe. I don't know. But um, I'm excited with the Redskins pick. I think they had they had a good draft. I mean, Chase Young's solid pick. Cute coming back home too. Coming um, back home, so I love. Speaking of him, he came into Dematha his sophomore year when I was a freshman there. Yeah, this man was huge in high school. Man, he grew like twice when he got to Ohio State. He grew like twice as big. It's a big boys, dude. They get you on them them diets when oh, you play dude. college football. Yeah. Yeah. College football and just the math in general, just being there, these athletes were insane. Like I was there when Markel Fultz was there, DJ Harvey, he played at Notre Dame, now he's at Vanderbilt. Um, I remember one morning going in for like a workout, the doors to the gym were locked. And these are like the tall, like double glass doors, like with the huge handles that you see on like big like office buildings. Yeah. This big ass lineman kid comes, he's like, Oh, that's not a problem. He literally rips the thing off the hinge, dude. I'm like, oh my god, amazing son, absolutely. <laughs> so that's what you're just dealing with. It's crazy, bro. Shout out, shout out to Matha, dude. Remember, you, your dad took us to, and some of his friends took us to a Dematha Gonzaga mm-hmm. basketball game yep. last winter break. Yeah, electric, dude. dude. That was the most electric. They're always electric, dude. That was the most electric high school sporting event I've ever been to. Now speaking of that. WCAC, the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference, which is Dematha's in it, St. John's in D.C., uh, Gonzaga, PVI, um, McNamara, tons of other teams. Some um, dominant basketball teams. Dude. I think it's the best basketball conference in the country. You're literally watching Division One basketball players play against each other. I know. Like, Dematha this year, they have five-star Hunter Dickinson, who's seven-footer. He's going to Michigan. Then they have Earl Timberlake, who's going to – also a four- or five-star who's going to the University of Miami. And then, like, PVI, you got Jeremy Roach going to Duke. Uh, Terrence Williams on Gonzaga. He's going to uh, Michigan as well. Uh, their point guard's going to, like, Gonzaga. I know, bro. Like, so, it's... The talent on the court 
when those teams play again, like when there's yeah. conference play, yeah, it's insane, dude. It's honestly second to none. I mean, like like you said, a handful of those guys are going to play at top tier programs around the country. Oh, like yeah, top tier. Like you know what I mean? And, like it's just crazy, and, and it's you, so close to us. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's, like we it's drove right like here. what fifty minutes. Yeah, it's right here. It's and you put one of those teams up against anybody in our league here. You're losing by 40, 50 points. Yeah. Well, dude, doesn't LeBron James' son, uh, what, what school does he go to? Sierra Canyon. Yeah. Now, they get so much publicity. They played Paul VI, mm-hmm. got smacked. Exactly. Got smacked by Paul and VI. The thing is, because these teams, like the math, they're playing against each other all the time. And that just makes you so much better. And speaking of that, Kevin Durant is producing um, a TV show, and it's called, uh, I think it's called like some, Basketball County, um, like in the water it's there's like water in it somehow like semicolon in the water and it's about pg county um which is where dematha is in hyattsville maryland and just about how good uh, basketball players they produce in since 2000 it's produced 25 nba players sheesh since just 2000 in just this area dude or just just in pg county which is absurd so Man. Basketball hotbed around here. Yeah, and, and Carmelo went to school in Maryland. Went to Oak Hill. Is Oak Hill in Maryland? Virginia. It's, in, it's Southern Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Um, that's kind of like a lot of kids do fifth years there. Um, so I know like Quinn Cook, he went to DeMatha. He did a fifth year there. He played on the Warriors, right? Yeah. Plays, plays, on, the Warriors. plays on the Warriors. Um, speaking of that, the team Quinn Cook was on at DeMatha, it wasn't the best DeMatha team of all time because they didn't go undefeated on paper. But I think... They are the best high school basketball team ever. I mean, a lot of people say Montverde, this and that. So they had Quinn Cook. They had Victor Oladipo. They had the two Grant brothers who are in the NBA. Grant Hill and... No, um, Jerry and Grant and Jeremy Grant. Yeah, One's Grant on the Nuggets. Years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant Hill was like He went to South ago. Lakes, though. No way. Yeah, he went to South Lakes. Bro, everyone's from this, yeah. this general um, area. And then they had... Uh, I forget their big man, but he played at Georgetown. I think it's Hopkins or something. So they had a stacked team. Not Greg Monroe. No, no, no. Great I think his name was like Anthony Hopkins or something. But that that team is just absurd, and that's they have teams like that every year. So that's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, dude, we're definitely fortunate to be from an area like this. Like not yeah. just sports wise, but like just basically everything. Everything's yeah. beautiful. Honestly, yeah, I, I love this area, dude. Yeah, love, love, love. A me lot some of Nova. people will be like, "Oh, I hate Nova. People are so fake." It's like it's because you choose to hang around people like that. Yeah. Um, there's so many good people out here. It's a great area to live. So many things to do. Like we're close to DC. Everyone complains, but there's nothing to do. All right, first off, we live in a great county where there's tons of activities. You can the like, we, like great. We do, go outside. You can go hiking. We're right near the Shenandoah Valley. You can go into D.C. and do stuff. Schools are great. So, honestly, I love living yeah, here. Yeah, dude, nothing to complain about. It's all just about the situation you want to make for yep. yourself. For sure. So, for sure. 110%. Um, should we talk about the best QB and wide receiver duo? Oh, yeah. yeah. You said you had an answer for me. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't have an answer for this one, but if I think of one, I'll definitely state yeah, it. Yeah, so I have two. Tell me. So, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. Should just, we state the question real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it is the best QB and wide receiver duo that have teamed up in NFL history. Mm-hmm. And then I also asked him, um, wide receiver and QB duo that did not team yeah. up. So like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Julio Jones as an example. All right, yeah, so who has teamed up? Joe Montana, Jerry Rice. Because they won, what, two Super Bowls together, right? Yeah, they were a force. Absurd. Jerry Rice is one of the, Jerry if Rice not is- the best wide receiver of all time. But he's a tank. Same with Joe Montana. And then the other duo I would say is Tom Brady, Randy Moss. I love me some Randy Moss. Dude, Randy Moss is a, is a savage. And just the way he uh, shit talks and stuff, too. It's awesome. Yeah, dude. And we got his son now in the Redskins, Thaddeus Moss. Yeah. Thaddeus Moss to the skins. Honestly, I, I can't believe he didn't get drafted. Like, yeah, it's like we, we picked him up. Where did he even play? LSU. Dude, he played solid too. He played, I'm pretty sure he had a touchdown in both 
the game against Oklahoma and the game against uh, Clemson. I could be wrong did about that. Did he have that. a touchdown against Clemson? Dude, he, I think he did have one against he, Oklahoma for sure. A, he's a big body, dude. Yeah. He's a big body. That's all I got to say. Um, he's like a tight end though, right? Yeah, he, yeah. Play, he plays yeah. tight end. But uh, I'm pretty sure we also picked up another tight end in free agency. So now we have two. I don't know. Jordan well, Reed gets hurt like every time he takes a I step. feel bad for the guy. He's just concussion prone, but... If he was healthy, he's the best tight end in the league. Yeah, he's definitely top five in the league. He was averaging insane numbers with the few games he was playing on the Redskins. <laughs> on the skin, dude. It's just going to be interesting to see how we do without... I mean, we didn't have Trent Williams last year. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. Our O-line is, is sus, as yep. it usually always is. But other than that, dude, I'm optimistic. That defense, bunch of animals. That Dogs. defense, bunch of animals. Shout out son. John Allen, SB footy, baby. Shout out John <laughs> Allen, dude. Shout out, like, that whole defensive line is, like... Four years in the league or less. Yeah, like they're all so they're young. young. They're also going to retain them, and, and we got to build up our offense. Yeah, John Allen signed his uh, his extension, his like fifth year option. He picked Ooh, it up. Nice. So now we just need to let him play this year, and then negotiate him a nice deal. Give him yep. money, dude. Yeah, he deserves it. He deserves he that fat check. He does. Um. Yeah, dude. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this year to start in the NFL. Uh, should we jump into some entertainment questions now? Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, entertainment question number one. Uh, what is the best arcade game or, or arcade slash carnival game? Just think of Chuck E. Cheese or Dave and Buster's yep. or, or like a carnival or something like that. Best game you can think of? Go. Skee-ball, for sure. But we already we agreed on this before. We, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, it's my mom's favorite game, too. She always wants to play it when we go to like the arcade and stuff. It's just because that's the only time you can play that type of game. Yeah. And it's not like a video game and stuff like that. And it's... It's just different. Like I love trying to hit the top left or right corner for the, the what is it, the hundred point or whatever. However yeah, they, it's like it's like a hundred or it's like a thousand and then like five hundred, yeah. two fifty, a hundred, yeah. and like ten or something like that. Dude, honestly, I love that shit. Yeah, and it's like a quarter, so you can go. I can play that for like hours, hours on, and especially if you get on a hot streak and you yeah. just you just get the, the the flow of it going, mm-hmm. the motion of the ocean, bro. Like you'll literally win any prize you want yeah if you get on a rampage yeah sheesh dude i don't know and it's one of those games where it doesn't feel like it's rigged like sometimes when you play like you're trying to like throw like the hoops on the bottles or stuff it almost feels like those are kind of rigged that's like shooting the basketballs like i'll I'll be playing the basketball games i'm like dude first off the ball is deformed and second off the hoop is deformed too like dude dude, the the rim is smaller like i'm pretty sure regulation rim is like no regulation rims you can fit two full-size basketballs like in it yeah and these hoops like they're yeah. nowhere near that dude no not at all like it's it literally has to be like the most perfect swoosh yep. for it to go in or else it's not going in um let's get on to uh number one video game of all time what, what answer you got for this James? <sighs> all right so my i'm gonna go with my favorite video game of all time i don't think it's the number one video game of all time but modern warfare 2 i'm a huge call of duty fan <laughs> rust rust dude. terminal terminal uh Shipment, shipment, scrapyard, dude. high rise. Honestly, the maps um, are insane, dude. Awesome. Uh, favela, favela, dude, <laughs> favelas. So I think I I put thirty six days in on that game, which is absurd. Um, the new Modern Warfare, I think I already have like ten days played. Sheesh. It's the only video game since it's came out. It's the only video game I've I've played. Um, if you're still playing Fortnite, screw you. Terrible game. Um, if you want, if you want to get built on by little 12 year old kids, um, have fun. They're too good. Um, I tried to play the other day and it's just too good. Like, honestly, I get, I get smacked in like the first like five minutes. I'm even thinking about getting a monitor and starting to stream, dude. Dude, cause I want to do the same. You should. Yeah. Like I'm solid. Like I'm not saying like I'm a great player, but dude, 
I'm very good at Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, not a lot of other video games where I'm solid at, but Call of Duty, there's very few people I know who are at my skill level. Yeah. And also, <laughs> um, I feel like you'd have good commentary because, like, that's also, like, ultra important. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, you'd have a good balance because, like you said, you're good at the game. Yeah. And also, you're, like, you're good with yeah and i'm and i'm always playing with my friends and stuff the only thing is like when you stream and stuff like you can't be cursing and that's all we do like call of duty you don't understand when you play search and destroy on call of duty you get in such toxic lobbies like, we just shit talk the whole time yeah like if my parents heard the things i said they probably disown me <laughs> but it's hilarious um, dude it's still not as bad as it used to be xbox when it was on the 360 <laughs> back in like 2012 <laughs> yep. when it was just yep. like black ops and everything like that yeah Whew. oh my god dude those chat lobbies were brutal to the oh ears my brutal to the ears son all right, but back to your question, number one video game ever created, it's got to be a Nintendo game like um, Mario Party or Mario Kart, something like that. Okay. Have you ever played Mario Party? No, I haven't. I so played Mario Kart like a lot, though. Nintendo 64, you become like a character, and like you like hop around the map, like you roll like a die almost, and you hop around the map, but then you like play like little mini games inside the games. Um, so it's almost so, like a little Wii Sports. Yeah, but it's because like there's, there's games but, within yeah, the but you're with like Mario characters. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, of course. You're playing like either like a Mario Kart game or like doing this and like it's hard to explain. I haven't played in a while, but look it up. I think it, it's probably one of the best video games I ever created. What's it called? Mario Party. Mario Party. I'm gonna check that out, dude. I'm definitely gonna check that yeah. out. Um, I would say Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, it's just it's just great classic, game. dude. Like honestly, that game was made in like 2013 and mm -hmm. it's still like one of the best selling games. And I saw that Rockstar announced that they've started production of GTA 6. Yeah. Now, there's no way they could have just started because those games take like oh, five years, years to make. To like, they, yeah. they, they ha if they're not at least like 60, 70% done with it, what are you doing? Yeah. Because it's been, like I said, 2013. Was the, and, like, yeah. I don't know. That's I crazy. feel like this, uh, the new one will probably come out in like a year, two tops, hopefully. Yeah, I would say like 2022, so yep. like two years. But dude, that game's going to be crazy. <sighs> And I heard it's going to be the last one that they're making. So, you know, like the, the CGI or whatever it's called yeah, is I'm, just going to be off the rails. Oh, especially from 2013 to now. Like, you don't realize how fast the like video game technology is changing. Dude, everything's just everything in technology is just rapidly it's, developing. It's absurd. It's honestly shit. Dude, it's crazy. For the new GTA, though, it'll be interesting to see what city they pick. Uh, I wanted to say they, they chose uh, either Florida or California. Have they done New York yet? And no, I don't think so. That's a good idea, though. You know how idea. big that map would be if they did the whole New York? Dude, that, like the five savage. boroughs? That'd be Dude, crazy. I, I was tripping because, uh, of course, GTA 5 is in Los Santos, which yep. is Los Angeles. Yep. Um, Dude, when I got to California for the first time in August this past year, mm -hmm. it was crazy yeah. how the pier, like Santa Monica. Have you been to Santa Monica? I have not. I've only been to California once and it was on an internship for the US Open. I went to Pebble Beach, which was absurd. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. probably. Honestly, that, that sounds beautiful. But yeah, but, um, how's how's LA? Dude, LA's beautiful, but um, what, what I was saying is Santa Monica, the pier <laughs> is literally like a carbon copy of it in the video game. Like the, the roller coaster yeah. is exactly where it is. The color of the shops are the same. The size of the parking lot. Like I, wow. I literally, I, I, I have a picture that I can show you once we get off the podcast because uh -huh. it's filming on my phone. Yeah. It, of um of a side by side picture that I found on Google and a picture that I took of the pier. Yeah, it is the exact same. That's bro. crazy. It's honestly the exact same. It, it's it's trippy, but um, yeah, dude, LA's sick. I don't know. All of California's sick. I don't know. I like it's it a, a lot. way different vibe on the West Coast. Yeah, totally different vibe. And I was fortunate enough to just my dad and I were just animals. The couple days we were there, we did so much. Yeah, we went to like San Diego. 
went up to Los Angeles, checked out all the beaches like Hermosa yeah. and um, you know what I'm saying like Venice and all that stuff. I don't know, man. It was just awesome. I like, definitely if you have the yeah, opportunity, definitely for take sure. It up. I like the East Coast vibe a lot better though. Yeah, East North Coast Northeast. Yes, I mean, sir. yeah, dude. I mean, we're East Coast boys. So <laughs> yeah, we, born and raised. Yeah, born and raised. <laughs> it's all I mean, we know. Yeah, dude, East Coast know. is East Coast is with us forever. So I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll always rep the East Coast yeah. over the West Coast. It's like, dude, if you support the other coast and you grew up on yeah. one side, like, what are you yeah. doing? You're honestly, you're a traitor. It's even like, um, you can tell like in rap too, like West Coast rap is so much different than East Coast rap. I love East Coast so much more. Like West Coast, it's like a little more slow, like methodical to it, which I guess if you're trying to like chill and just kind of like relax and listen to music, I guess that's a little better. But when I'm listening to rap, like I love like a hard beat something fast and crazy like that's just how i am yeah dude that uh that biggie versus tupac yeah that west coast east yep. coast um i will give tupac the uh yep. upper hand on that yeah, one, i'm gonna though. tip my cap to tupac honestly tip my cap to biggie too but yeah i'll definitely go yep. tupac over biggie um should we jump into some some mexican facts yeah since let's it's, go since cinco, it's, cinco de mayo yeah, um all right uh university of mexico is the oldest university in all of north america it was founded on september 21st 1551 holy crap that is so long ago bro like all of north america too like that's pretty gigantic yeah i would have thought it was like like a harvard or yale like an old like a prestigious yeah prestigious like um like northeastern school because i think it's in the northeast corridor from like what is it like dc to new york or whatever i think correct me if i'm wrong i mean you probably don't know off the top of your head i think it's like 60 percent of the united states population lives in that area Damn. Which is absurd. It's something crazy like that. Yeah. It, I don't know. It might not be six. I might be way over exaggerating, but it's a, Still, lot I mean, a lot more people, people than you think just in that little section of the whole United States. Sheesh, man. Honestly, that's it, crazy. It might be like 25%. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's still dude. a drastic number. It's crazy. Yeah. Should we jump into the second one? Yeah. Uh, Mexico yeah. invented chocolate and corn. I was surprised. Uh, the corn doesn't really surprise me as much, yeah. but the chocolate, I don't know why, but I just thought the chocolate would have been like a European thing. Yeah, I would think that too, but it, it comes from like what? The cocoa bean? The cocoa bean, yeah. yeah or whatever. So it does make a little sense now that I think about it. And I mean, we did like learn like all that triangular trade, but who the hell knows what who, went to where? I don't remember. The only that. thing that stuck out is like the horses. Horses. The horses. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. I just thought that was wild because I was like, quart of chocolate, man, double yeah. C. I don't know, man. Yeah. I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Pretty interesting. All right. That. On Cinco de Mayo, Americans eat 81 pounds, or is that 81? Yeah, 81 pounds of avocado. Uh, Dang, did I did I write that right? Because eighty one pounds doesn't seem like that much. That much for all of America. It like, may have how been, much is one avocado? May, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, an avocado's right. got to be like a pound. It may, yeah. <laughs> it may have been like it may have been a hundred or eight hundred and ten. Because yeah, eighty one pounds. I think I yeah. may have wrote that. Or wrong. maybe like eighty one tons. Yeah, that would be absurd. It could, it's not eighty one <laughs> pounds. You know what I'm looking at? It. There's no way it's eighty one pounds. It's probably eighty one pounds just in like yeah. Northern Virginia. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I would assume that a ridiculous amount of avocados are eaten on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, I love avocado, actually, too. Yeah, dude. Avocados are good, dude. Mrs. Shanley's guacamole. Oh, holy moly, dude. Great family, too. Shout out to Shanley's. Yeah, wonderful family, dude. Honestly, the best. Um, some great memories of their house. Well, not just of their house, but like, of hanging out with them. Oh, all the time. With them. Wonderful um, family. Um, dude, shout out. Um, dang, what was their dog's name? I can't think of it. Um, I know it. I know it. Yeah, dude. I'll give you a second. Um, dude, I'm thinking it's of um, it's gonna the scully's dog right now. 
Oh, oh my goodness, it's it's gonna agitate me. But we gotta. It uh, is. If you can think of it, let me Bentley? know. No, Bentley, no. yes, it was yes, Bentley. Yes, yeah, Bentley, yeah. yes, yes. It was Bentley. Shout out Bentley, yep. dude, legend, absolute legend. Um, all right, another avocado fact: the average price of an avocado in the United States was a dollar seventeen in two thousand eighteen. That increased to two dollars and ten cents in 2019 mm. almost a whole dollar 93 yeah. cents um definitely not just because of inflation no. probably, a little, probably a little trump trade wars but yeah, a little know, bit here though it happens that. it happens yeah dude uh honestly that's that's a pretty big jump though it is 93 cents that's almost a whole hundred percent that's like 80 something percent um what's your family making for dinner tonight you making some mexican food um so my mom got quesadillas for lunch she bought us i don't she usually like will make something like that for dinner but um I don't know. I, she made empanadas last week, so I don't. I don't know if she's gonna empanadas make are so good, so good. I love the ones my mom makes. There's Mexican food is so good. There's so many like different things like empanadas, um, enchiladas, burritos, burritos, tacos, tacos quesadillas, dude. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, uh, and these aren't even like the authentic ones. We're saying like the most American. Yeah, I, like, know. <laughs> I know. I really uh, Dude, you remember Mrs. Shanley's taco in the bag though? She, I remember she I got, dude, Dom and I, Dom and I talked about this like a couple months ago, just randomly. So what it was is like, you would just go to their house and they would, they would like have a million of the snack size bags of, uh-huh. of, um, nacho cheese Doritos. Yeah. You just open it up. You put in like the, the beef and, um, you know, like the cheese and whatever other condiments you want to throw in there. And then you just crush it up and then you get a fork and you just eat it. Delicious. Wow, that's delicious, bro. <laughs> all, like all I would do is I would just do cheese and yeah. uh, and beef and then the just, Doritos. Yeah, just throw that in there, dude, crush it up. So good. So so <laughs> so good, dude. Like I need to make that again soon. Damn. Yeah, I haven't had it in that a while. Awesome. I remember I, I've had it a handful of times at their house. She definitely was the one that invented it, though. So shout out uh, the Shanleys for that. Um, yeah. Any other Mexican pointers you want to make? Not really, dude. Yeah. Um, Should we jump into this conclusion? We've yeah, been rolling. Let's see how long we've been rolling for, dude. I mean, it feels like it's been a good good podcast. 38 minutes. We've been killing it so yeah. far. Um, this has been good conversations, too. Like, I feel like we could keep talking about some of this stuff for days. Dude, yeah, we, could, we definitely could, bro. We could talk about St. Teresa back in the day for years. We, dude. Dude, we could have so, so many, many stories. good memories. So many stories. So many. Same with basketball, dude. We could just talk about basketball <laughs> memories. Um, yeah, conclusion. Uh, now we're into that. Uh, quote of the day. If you ain't first, you're last. Uh, Ricky Bobby. I don't know, man. I'm not going to get yeah, get all serious on a quote of the day today. I mean, just shout out Cinco de Mayo. Shout out Ricky Bobby. Shout out Talladega Nights. That's a phenomenal movie, man. Dude, great movie. Ricky Bobby. Ricky and Bobby. <laughs> Will Ferrell has so many good movies. Dude, Will Ferrell is a legend. Um, I heard that new one that he came out with. Um, what's his partner? Like, who's in Talladega Nights? And, Dale. Um, or no, no. His name's Dale and Step Brothers. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of what his actual name it. is. But they came out with like that new one. It's like, wasn't it like a Sherlock movie or something along like Sherlock that? Holmes. I heard it's terrible. I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I got to see it at some point just because the two of them. No, I, I won't see it. And I said I wouldn't see it when I saw the first trailer. Excuse me. Because it's PG-13. A lot of these movies nowadays are just becoming PG-13 so they can get like a wider audience um, and try to make uh, more money yep. at the box. You yep. know what I mean? Like when it, when it hits theaters. Yeah. But uh, dude, if you have Will Ferrell in a movie and it's a comedy and it's not rated yep. R, it's probably terrible. Yeah. It's well, what's the one with him and Kevin Hart where he like goes to jail? That one's hilarious. Um, get hard, get, right? Yeah, get hard. Get hard. That, that I was going to say get great. up, but yeah, <laughs> get hard. Um, dude, that sounds a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that movie's classic though, man. Yeah, I mean, it is. Get hard. I mean, that... that Dude, Kevin Hart's a Kevin Hart's a legend, bro. 
Dude, he's his stand-ups are awesome. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a surprisingly good actor, dude. I thought it's because I remember I used to watch all of his uh, stand-up, yeah. and then he started to slowly get into acting. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know how this transition's gonna work. Yeah, yeah some out of well. them were a little corny, but he's good. It's working out pretty well. Yeah, it's working out pretty well. All right, guys. Um, I'm gonna wrap this up pretty soon. Uh, I got a podcast coming with Damon later this week, either on Thursday or Friday. I'm shooting for because I want to. I want to. Yeah, I want to drop it before the fights. I want to do like a whole preview of the fights yeah and, stuff. and he's real big into usc so you guys can talk about that for a while yeah and he well he was he's huge into the the strength man you know what i mean like the guy that uh our boxing oh, each other like, that we uh, talked about strongest man all that stuff yeah yeah like yeah. how they're boxing each other yeah. he's, he's all into that stuff like he was one that like got me hip to it so um yeah we're gonna talk a lot about that and then i got some stories about ayfl and um some old basketball memories nice. that we made that we're gonna talk about um yeah that's all i gotta say uh you got any final words or anything no, thanks for having me. This has been great. Hell Just yeah, chatting. It was, I'm sure we'll probably continue this conversation too. Yeah, dude, we definitely will. I loved having you on. Uh, as I said, guys, happy Cinco de Mayo. Today is Tuesday, May 5th, 2020. This was season two, episode 13. Please like and subscribe. And uh, please check out uh, the other listening platforms and my social medias in the description below. Uh, James's um, Instagram, follow James on Instagram at underscore DLuigi underscore. Yep. Um, Give me yeah. that follow. I usually follow back. Um, Hell yeah! Don't unfollow me though. I'll probably unfollow you. I'm I'm, I'm that type of person. He's on to you. He's <laughs> I on am. To you. I still have that app where you, the unfollow app. I go on there like every like all. two or three months. I'm like just to like it's it's really interesting to see like who unfollows you. It's like it's like wow that person really unfollowed me. Like I thought we were actually closer than that. I but know. it's like that internet shade. Yeah, song. exactly. That but. internet shade. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, thank you very much for watching. Uh, I'm your host of this show, Michael Marr. Uh, stay clean, stay safe, and stay tuned.